All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey there, guys. You're back on the Healthy Hustle podcast, and I have my good friend Michelle here, who's also a copywriter and a health coach. She specializes in copy now, but I love to bring her on because she can give that assisted perspective of what it's like to start your health coaching business. So I've been talking to a lot of coaches who are feeling like they're on the struggle bus on their social media. Maybe the algorithms are not playing nice. I know they're not playing nice for me. So one thing that I did when I first started coaching was to get out there and build a referral network. A coach was asking me the other day when I made a social media post about this, about building your referral network and how to do it. She said, can you just give me some extra tips for building this because I'm on the struggle bus. So Michelle, let's get everyone off the struggle bus because that is a pain in the ass (laughs) and it's not good for getting clients, making changes in the world and building a profitable health coaching business. So let's talk about a few ways that you did, you know, when you were coaching to build your referral network. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that I did was get connected locally, like outs, like online, even though it was like cool and fun and everything felt like a beast at the time. Like, I just felt like, okay, that's going to be something that I'm going to do simultaneously. But I also have like all these local connections that I don't want to lose sight of. So I got connected specifically with like the grocery stores that I was shopping in. So like wild by nature, whole foods, and mostly like wild by nature and some other local venues that were like mom and pop. Yeah stores you know like they didn't have a name but they had a name in the community like there was only one of them on all of long island but like they would allow you to go in leave your brochures leave your business cards connect with them and you know at the time i really like was one of very few on long island health coaches which was really nice and there were like a lot of naturopathic doctors and acupuncturists and chiropractors one of those cork boards that you can go up yes Yeah. And those were great. And even also like some online things that they did. So like, I would go and say, okay, I would like to do a workshop. You know, can I do a workshop on this topic? Like, you know, would this be helpful for the people that come here? You know, I could give them like a grocery list of things they would buy in your store, you know, like I did that exact same thing. Yeah. They loved it. I mean, I think those mom and pop shops are looking for education. I know at the place that I yeah. used to go, like La Leche League was in the back, breastfeeding their yeah. babies, and they had a whole bunch of venues like that. Yeah. And it was really cool because then they would take it, they would do like uh, monthly newsletters 
and real like flyers too. Like, so it would be online, but it would also be on in flyers that they would pass out themselves of what's happening this month. Okay. These workshops. And like, my name was like alongside doctors and stuff. So I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And funnily enough, there was like people like that who came to the workshop, like a doctor, we exchanged business cards. And he was like, look, you know, like I can definitely refer to you. You can refer to me, you know, we each had our own scope and we complimented each other. So that was really great. And they also just did a lot of the marketing. So I didn't like, I did things, but they had their Facebook event on their business page. They had, you know, certain things like that. Something else that I did that's probably worth mentioning is Groupon. Like I got my, Yeah. yeah, I got like the detox actually like on Groupon, I set it at like a higher price and then you had to discount it. And so I did that. And then it it went out to people and like, I got people to join in and it was kind of cool because that was, they pushed that, they pushed those sales and they pushed those specials out. And I know that Groupon still is around (laughs) (laughs) things like that, that are still happening are just great ways to really capitalize on an existing network without having to build one from the start right off that. Like, so I was building my own network, but in the meantime, I was using networks that were already available to me that I didn't have to build by the thousands. I already had access to. So that was really helpful, both online and offline because I did that in mom groups too. So there there was a group of like 30,000 moms, like, you know, I would do something there. I love going to grocery stores. I totally forgot about that because I would go to grocery stores. I would put up my card, put up my flyer and speak to them about doing a workshop or a grocery store shopping tour <laughs> and yeah. just make it really simple. I make it a win-win. And when I was approaching them, I would say, I'd really love shopping here. This is what mm-hmm. I can do for you. I can also promote you. And so there was that cross promotion. I did that also with a local juice place that I ended up doing a recipe book that had raw ice cream in it. So I did a recipe book and charged for the raw ice cream presentation, which was really the ebook. So looking at doing local things like that and local vendors. So one, definitely guys, make a list of 20 people in your local area that you want to approach. These can be chiropractors, gyms, spas, grocery, shopping places, Anywhere that is a local venue that you can go and approach with a workshop. Do you have anything else you want to add to number one? Yeah, just, you know, thinking about, yeah, people that you can get connected with that you usually were already connected, right? Because we're like living that lifestyle and like we have our holistic doctors and our holistic places to go to and, you know, water therapy and like all these cool places that already go to and we already shop at. So why not go and drop a business card and just have a conversation? It's all it really takes to to taking time out of your weekend or during the week to find out when the owners are there or the general manager is there. Go in, introduce yourself. I used to take two hours out and just go to like these little different hubs of Florida, like Del Rey, Boca Raton and meet people, meet vendors. And that's such a great way to build your referral network and get a list of people who are referring to you. So let's go on to number two, which is networking groups. You know, working with networks that are already existing, like on Facebook was a really big one for me. So I was like really serving like moms, you know, helping them lose weight was like a really big one for me because I had done it at that time, three times, no, twice. I had done it twice at that time. Now I've had four kids, but you know, like I've, I was always like a big gain during pregnancy, no matter what. Um, I gained, yeah. I, I gained no joke. 60. I think it was 60 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> 
like each time, no matter what I tried, I think the, the last one I was maybe like 45, you know, 45 pounds, but it was always like over what they said. And so I've always lost, I always lost it within six months or less. And so for me, I I went right that route first. It was like, okay, like detox, weight loss. And then of course, like digestion and things I added in like my workshops for digestion. But for the most part, I focused a lot on weight loss with the mom groups. And I felt like that was like an immediate result that most moms wanted, especially like a lot of them were just having children looking for ways to, you know, lose weight right after and feel really good about themselves. So I went right to the admin of the group first and foremost and asked like, Hey, can I upload this file? Which was my freebie. Can I upload this file here? It's like a free, you know, your information inside the book. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they let me do that. So it was really nice because that helped me connect with people that I'm still connected to today on Facebook, which is so funny, you know, but it's just great, you know, and they loved it. And then they would reach out and ask, you know, do you have something longer? Do you have you know, something for this, what do you recommend for this? And then they would just start coming to me and asking questions privately in private messages. Well, Um, I love that you did it in the file section because then it stays there for a long time. Yeah, honestly, it's probably still in that group. (laughs) I'm still in that mom group for sure. And the group has just grown. So that was like a one big group for me that I, that I did specifically. And then, yeah. And then specialty groups. So groups for like IBS groups for, you know, things like that which were my other focus, you know, people who were looking for natural solutions. Yeah. And I would kind of just go in there, not advertise, but go in there, like post a picture with myself or, you know, something I was doing, holding, like if it was a certain type of, you know, product or whatever I was looking at. And I would just say like, Hey, you know, I've been struggling with this for X amount of years. You know, I became, I decided to look into this further. I became a health coach. Like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm just blown away, like by natural remedies and everything. And then people would just start commenting rather than me going in there and saying like, yeah, yeah, I got this cool thing, you know? So it would just really create like interest. And then people would just naturally engage, which is still the algorithm breaker today, you know, because Facebook loves that. The more engagement that you can get naturally and organically, the better your posts are going to work anyway. Well, and then it's even the opposite, which is creating your own Facebook group. I mean, I know that that really built my networking and to get very specific on your group name, having like a goal. I can't say enough the specific on a group name because there are things I still, to this day, it's why I talk about YouTube a lot. I will go to YouTube to research something, but I'm on Facebook a lot. And if I type in something, I pull up a group. So I think networking in your own group, maybe starting with a challenge. Yeah, I did that too. Yeah, I did like a holiday muffin top. top. (laughs) Yeah, blast off thing. It did really well. There was like 50 something people that came in. I didn't really even advertise it like much at all. Like organically, I didn't even do paid ads or anything, but I just posted about it a lot. Like, hey, I'm doing this thing. And I didn't realize how many people would actually join because it was kind of a spur of the moment thing that I decided to do. I was really doing it also for myself. <laughs> I was just being honest. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm health coach, but like, I also ate a lot for Thanksgiving and like, <laughs> we're going to do this together, you know, and people joined and they had great results. It was like a three-day detox, you know, it worked really right. great. I would post pictures of what I was doing. And that actually, I did it in my own groups. So that kind of started one of my groups because I did a pop-up group for that. So it was oh, like fun. specifically focused yeah. on that only. So it had like massive engagement during that whole entire time. And then I went and turned that in, you know, into like a different group. Yeah. So it just helped. 
Yeah, I loved, I built so many groups until I finally started just having one main group. Yeah. But I liked it specific when it was a pop-up. I think those groups are great. And I think as long as you can have them with a call to action, like sign up for a paid offer or a place that you're still nurturing them. That's where I would do these pop-up groups. And then I realized it was better just to do it in my own group, create that engagement, but have a certain specific like challenge that we were doing or a video teaching series, something Mm -hmm. that could create engagement, give them value, have me show up, get to know people and vice versa. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Running multiple groups is very hard to do, but you can also archive them too. But it's great to have to do that now. Things have just changed so much on Facebook to have that hub of your own Facebook group, run the events in there. Yeah. Continually. It's just, it's drive people. And it's also a, a great, I mean, you do paid ads. You teach a lot about paid ads. It's also a cheap way to get people on your list is to drive yeah. a Facebook group. Absolutely. Yeah. That's honestly, that's like one of the best things that you can do because you get to nurture in there and build those relationships and those connections. And also people feel safer sharing their health issues, their problems in close community. Yeah. Yeah. Because dropping it in the comments, nobody really wants to share how much weight they want to lose in a comment. Like it's not typical, but if you're in a group, They feel comfortable sharing, talking about digestive issues, hormonal issues. You know, nobody wants to really talk about like libido or acne or, you know, whatever in a comment. So taking them to that safe space in that community is definitely the best thing to do. Well, and then there's networking groups that you can look at offline, such as like going to Toastmasters, or I know that I joined a few groups. They had like a breakfast twice a month. I joined another woman's group. They met and you got to feature yourself and stand up. Trust me, I was so nervous when I did that because I hate speaking in public. It's probably one of the reasons that I love like Zoom, online world. Yeah you know, all of these different platforms where you can meet people. Yeah, it's like you're a room full of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if you are looking in your area, look for local places that you can join. Meeting people face-to-face can really prove to be a great connector. So think of those, like maybe two groups that you want to join so that you can build your authority. I know that even my neighbors who knew what I did were such, were people that word of mouth, that's huge. So let people know what you do. Make sure that it's not that salesy pitch, but make sure that you can do it in your quick elevator pitch. You know, this is my name. This is what I struggled with. I now am a health coach and I work with people who struggle with ABC so they don't have XYZ or so they can achieve XYZ. Yeah. So make it succinct. Then let's go on to Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, which is really cool because you can register locally. Something else that I did too was I also registered locally with not just like Chamber of Commerce, but also like local papers. There was specifically one called Dan's Paper in the Hamptons that I got into and I reached out to them. So I had like a higher caliber basically of an audience that was just like people who were into health in that area they were invested in health in that area. They were like frequently going to those types of natural grocery stores and looking for natural doctors. So it was my target audience. And doing that locally just allowed me to, they advertise like for you. 
then you're yep. listed in there. And people really do like to support local. They like to shop yep. local. And so that and was it, always really great. Chamber of Commerce, it's always doing kind of these local events where, again, you're meeting these other yes. vendors. You're meeting people who are local businesses. Okay. And they may end up a great, you know, referral from a doctor or a chiropractor or get to know like the local spa or some of these really cool places that people hang out for their health, which brings us to yeah. the last one, which I love. So you have your list of 20 people already because you wrote them down. You definitely paused this episode and you wrote them down right away. And if you didn't, you're going to pause it now and you're going to write them down. So I want you to think of these people as business owners, just like yourself. This could be the chiropractor. This could be a doctor. This could be a juice place, a salt suite. There's so many different really cool venues out there that are looking for people to do blogs or newsletters. So approaching them and asking if you can do a blog or a newsletter is similar to, of course, pitching a workshop. But it's definitely less committal. So if they're not ready to do a workshop, you can say, hey, can I post a blog on your website? Give them a nice picture of yourself, a nice bio, and have a free gift at the bottom of the blog if they allow you. That free gift can go and build your list. And it's the same thing with your newsletter. You can send a newsletter to them about a topic that, of course, applies to your niche or your sub-niche, something that they would be interested of, something that would benefit their customers, and you can do a newsletter. Again, giving a free gift at the bottom if they allow you to build your list. And if not, just give that free gift as a file upload that they can upload and give to their readers. But of course, you can still build your list by putting your information in the freebie. Do you have any other suggestions for how to pitch and make it smooth sailing? Yeah, I remember first getting into like Mind Body Green, which was like a great place. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about building your network by doing like Thrive Global and yeah. Mind Body Green. Yeah. Yeah, those are great. And I remember in Mind Body Green, I think the article that was accepted for me was I like how I quit smoking naturally, like what I did to support my body after, which I still am smoke free. So it's been like 10 plus years. But I shared that story and I shared it from like the health coach perspective of like how I could support my body in the process because wow. it was like a real you know, nicotine withdrawal, like the whole nine. And they allowed me to have my bio, which led people right back to my website which yeah. was great because that's where I housed my freebies and my opt-ins and things like that. And whatever was going on events, I would have like the event page with the calendar if I was doing something local. And plus my programs were there. So it was really great to try to just get into those, those places. And honestly, all it really took was pitching to them. So you look for the the person where they accept, you know, blogs. So they all have their own email address, but they typically go to like a certain editor or a certain team that accepts those submissions. And then you email them. Usually sometimes it's like submissions at whatever, but you just look for that underneath the contact. And you would just say like, Hey, I've been a reader of let's say mind body green or whichever, you know, blogging platform for X amount of years, you know, I've, or however long, you know, and I love these articles. I would love to contribute. I'm a health coach. This is what I specialize in yep. list and hyperlink some examples. Even if they're on your own blog, you know, I've written on this topic, this topic, and this topic, I could definitely write on this, this, and this, you know, for you, you know, and benefit your readers, you know, and you just kind of like boost yep. them up a little bit. And then you just say, you know, I would well, love and to the hear same can be used for like a chiropractor. 
you know, I yes. here, take some examples. I've been a health coach for X amount of years. Here's some samples of what I've written. Would you be open? Yes. But yeah, I think we're all thinking. Yeah. I think getting that relationship first. I mean, that's why I love like the networking groups or I love, you know, that outreach when you're going face to face or even calling somebody to build that rapport first and to see how you can interchange and support each other. And then of course, pitch. Yep, absolutely. Definitely the relationship is key. And honestly, like all of those businesses, like the chiropractors and acupuncturists, they're all looking for content for their website as well. And they don't want to be the one writing it all the time. (laughs) So it's always good to reach out and do guest blogging. Well, this was a jam packed guys. I hope you get off the struggle bus with this. Social media can feel exhausting at many times. There are times that I sit there and I just feel no inspiration. (laughs) And so in those times or that you just maybe haven't nailed your message right or, or any of the things that contribute to social media. I know that building those relationships, I had an amazing relationship with a gym locally where I did workshops, got clients, one-on-one business, and also ran programs there. And another great relationship at Assault Suite where I did workshops constantly for them. I would do newsletter takeovers, blogs. I had a yoga studio as well. A lot of places that really loved you coming and educating their their clients. I mean, what's better? So remember your 20 places, write them down, make sure that you're reaching out to them and build that referral network. All right, Michelle, you have anything else you want to say or just a solid buy? Yeah, just so, you know, really just keep going at it. Don't give up. And sometimes it takes, you know, reaching out even more than once. So if you didn't get the response you're looking for, especially if you're, you know, trying to build that referral base, like just go back. Sometimes people are just busy, you know, and it's, it might not be the best time. So just whatever you do, like keep doing it and keep at it. Keep doing it. That's going to be the mantra for this week. Keep doing it, guys. All right. Have a great one. Peace out. And I'll see you on the flip side. Bye, guys. All right, guys. That is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right. So don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you. Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening and I'll see you guys soon.